0: Dominic. Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well,
1: Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that
0: a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism... And even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic?
2: I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good.
3: This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Everybody. Now here's Dominic
0: Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
4: and good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC, the entire hour. We are taking your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. The weekend is upon us, and we are so glad that you have decided to start it with us. Serious topic this morning. But boy did uh Rita Cosby just throw me a uh for a loop there with our uh Viagra discussion. I've never seen Rita laugh so hard. <laughs> okay, Rita, get home safe and thank you. Well, this morning on the serious side, what I want to talk about, what I want to discuss is COVID. Covid. One 848 WABC. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. So the the headline, of course, is the Supreme Court uh, hearing arguments on on Friday of uh, President Biden's uh, vaccine mandate for businesses and whether or not they're going to block the uh, the mandate and and the, and what they're going to do with the testing rules. That's not necessarily what I'm dealing with right now. What I'm dealing with for the first half of this show is your pulse, your snapshot. How do you think and where do you think things stand as it relates to COVID as of right now? One day, Folks, for example, I'm optimistic. The next day, um, I'm somewhat uh, negative as it relates to um, COVID. And you folks that listen to this show, you have heard me say that I'm vaccinated, that I've had my uh, booster shot, but I respect the perspective that many of you bring in which you are anti-vaccine. You don't support it. But I'm thinking about two stories this morning as it relates to COVID. One is a headline that's been with me all week. A California prosecutor, a young woman who campaigned against Vaccine mandates dies of COVID. Quote, she was not vaccinated. That's the problem, according to her husband. This woman, a California deputy district attorney and rising GOP star, uh, an opponent of the vaccine mandate. And she died from COVID at the age of 46. 46 years old. Her husband has revealed that she did not have her shot. Her name, Kelly Earnby, and she died from complications of COVID this week after opposing the vaccine mandates. Now, that story is not new. We've heard that quite a bit uh, from some. And she was fond of saying, according to the uh, published accounts, we're talking about the California prosecutor who just recently died at the age of 46. She was fond of saying there's nothing that matters more than our freedoms right now. As she opposed a new law, a state law tightening uh, rules for California school children in 2019. So that's one story. That's one story that I spent the entire week looking at. A 46-year-old woman and she's no longer with us. Died of a COVID. And her husband has denounced his his own wife's choice to to not receive the vaccine. Another story I'm looking at and I see your phone calls. We're about to go to them in just a moment is someone of a much higher profile, a San Francisco 49er, a, um, of the NFL football team. His name is Raheem M- mostard and his wife are remind him and his wife are reminding people that quote COVID-19 is no joke. The wife, posted on instagram this week that she had to take their young son gunner to the hospital with a 103.5 103.5 degree fever and i'm quoting what the um the wife of the nfl player had to say if you think covid is a joke This is our sweet G-man in an ambulance today after I called 911 because he was lethargic, skin was gray, lips were purple, and had a 103.5 temperature. I'm crying even typing this. This is all, capitalized, so scary. She wrote. She went on to say, we are thankfully Back home, but my family is very much in the thick of it. I'll update you more soon, but this is literally my cry for you to take COVID seriously. Two situations that have been on my mind this week as it relates to COVID. And I want to hear from you folks on where you stand right now on the issue that has been at the forefront of our lives, whether we like it or not, for the last, uh, what, two years? So let's start with our telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's start with Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, listening on the radio. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
5: Yes, good morning, Dominic. Thanks. Thanks. Uh okay, here's the deal. Uh I believe COVID is serious. It's very, very serious. But I got a question for you. Shoot. I'm seventy well, actually a statement. I'm seventy two years old. Gonna be seventy-three shortly. Wow, wait, veteran. wait, wait,
4: wait, wait. Phil, you're seventy two. You sound like you're forty or thirty, but go ahead.
5: Well, I take I take a lot of vitamins, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, so go ahead.
4: Go ahead with your thing. Anyway,
5: and I have not been vaccinated. I refuse to get vaccinated. I don't need it. Okay, I'm against it. But the point is I don't proselytize and go around telling people don't take it, don't take it. I just don't care. Whatever they want to do, that's their business, yes or no. Okay. The point is a senior, anybody over the age of seventy, especially here in the Bronx, you're more likely to get beat up, mugged, or robbed or run over than you are to get COVID. You're gonna laugh at me and say, well, where the hell you get that from? I've been I've been I've had two attempted robberies I almost got hit by three different cars speeding down uh Grand Concourse doing 80 wow. miles an hour they don't give
4: hey, a hey, hey, hey Phil, Phil, wait, wait, wait. What what part of the Grand Concourse uh, are you near? The vicinity.
5: 178.
4: Okay, yeah, that's that's a very busy 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 area. Uh, continue. I mean, please. I got the
5: light and they they're cutting through the
4: light at 70, 80 miles
5: an hour. Of And and,
4: is- and I and you I know you are accurate in your assessment because that is what happens. So so wait, you're you're not far from uh Bronx Lebanon Hospital? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Okay, so go ahead.
5: The point is I I, I don't have any symptoms. I haven't been sick for two years. The only thing I have is a bad head cold. I've had a bad head cold, but that's my my problem. I've had that for years. The point is I, I stay away from crowds. I don't I don't kiss and hug people all over the place. But the point is, at my age, oh yeah, you're a risk for, for COVID. My point is that I'm more risky get robbed, beaten, mugged, or killed, or shot at, or run over. I mean, think about that. Isn't
4: that a stark contrast? Yeah, it it, not it going is You're it, it not I, going crazy it, about it, the crime. It it is, it is, Phil, but I, I you know, I, I don't want obviously I don't want either either one uh to happen to you. I'm I'm just I'm just not about taking the chance. Hey, listen, I look at this as a personal decision by everyone. Everybody has to make their own personal decision. But if it comes down for me or my family or me making the decision for someone that's younger than me, you're going to get the vaccine.
5: But I, but I hear you. Yeah, they're not making a fuss. They're not making a fuss over over the fact that I'm a victim. I'm a constant victim of, of these young punks and crazy drivers and people trying to rob me. I well, mean, I'm a big guy. Right, I'm 220 pounds, and I'm, I'm six foot three. Wow! And still, so I've got this. Where's the concern about seniors versus COVID? There was no concern about seniors. We got a new DA now. This guy, who's mm-hmm. the new DA, and the you know, Bronx in Manhattan, right,
4: Alvin Bragg,
5: right. You don't care. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the DA in the Bronx ain't doing diddly squat to help seniors. You let all these garbage people out on the street. And and I'm I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky seniors. You got people. Right. You got a woman. 80, you, are, 81, you,
4: you 81. You are one You are beating
5: one, up, beating up, and yes. robbed twice. Yes, Phil. She doesn't have a shot, and she ain't got no COVID. But she's getting murdered in the streets.
4: Phil, you you. I thank you for the call. You are correct. You're one of our lucky and fortunate senior citizens uh, in the Bronx in terms of the things that are that are going on. Let me go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Jennifer, what, what do you have to say about this topic of, of COVID? I've just been thinking about this all day today, and I just wanted to, all of us to have a conversation, to chat with Hi. each other. What, what do you have to say, Jennifer?
1: Well, I actually, I'm worried about you because I know you have diabetes, which is uh, one of the serious pre existing and I know African-Americans tend to not do as well, even with treatment. So I've often wondered, could you work out of home? Because I know all of our hosts up here on our main talk station. I've worked at a home since
4: like March, but well, I don't know. Well, thank you. Th- thank, thank you. Thank you for the concern, Jennifer. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, the company, uh, Red Apple Media has been very understanding as it relates to me having um, diabetes and so on. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost embarrassed to admit it, but if it helps someone, this is why I don't mind admitting this. So, I have on if I lifted my sleeve right now you you would see that I have one of those devices on my arm where you know I have to check my blood sugar uh several times a day but <clears throat> excuse me I've always been a half full type guy. And so what I mean by that Jennifer is I consider myself fortunate that it's basically under control the diabetes. And I see uh, expert doctors up at Columbia Presbyterian, so so I think I'm one of the fortunate ones, and I'm going to be okay. But 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 put me aside. What, what it where where are you at mentally right now, as it relates to COVID?
1: My response to this thing with the young boy, Gunner, my first thought was how, I think, how odd that a parent would take a picture while your child is in an ambulance. That was my first thought, if you want to Okay, make
4: okay. And no, 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 Jennifer, I, I thought the same thing, but go ahead. You know what I mean?
1: Just everything, just every. that's a critical moment in your child's life. You're telling everyone how critical it is, and that's what you were thinking to do. I, I know, I'm not trying to disrespect anyone. I just find today's people very, I don't know. So that said, I do, I think a couple of things, I think that just because you're not vaccinated, whoever you are, does not mean that you're not taking the uh, virus seriously. I think in fact, a lot of non-vaccinated people are a lot more protective about how they live their lives. In other words, taking far less chances, far less you know um, situations to put themselves in where they might uh, be at risk. Um, and I think a lot of people, I see it around all the time that are vaccinated just go about even now with omicron, like there's nothing happening out there, you know, crowded restaurants right beside each other, crowded parties, this and that
4: um are, are you so, are you living your life, Jennifer? Have you resumed going back to normal
1: well i was I was never a, a crowd person anyways um a little bit more f- happy in my own skin, I guess you could say um and uh like I hang out with my dog,
4: <laughs> okay. So, um, what, what, I'm, wait, I'm, wait, 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 Jennifer! But before I move on, what's your dog's yes. name? Boy or girl? Uh, he, oh, uh, he's a boy. It's James. James. Okay. How long have you had James? Uh, oh, just shy of twelve and a half years. God's grace. Yeah. Wow. So look at that, Jennifer. We have something in common. I've had, I I I, like I've, had, had I've had yeah. my dolce. I've had my dolce. He's an old man now, and and I kid you not, Jennifer. I put him to bed uh, on 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 his um. On, on his little uh, padding yep. that he sleeps on. I yep. put him to bed and put the covers on him, just like you would put someone uh, to bed that's a senior citizen. and, he, and
1: do, my guy. And, and, right, and,
4: and he lays down, and so our dogs are about the same age. Look at that.
1: Yeah, and I tell you, you know, they they I, I've been deeply touched by the way you uh, talk about your dog as well as your family. I always think how blessed they are to have you,
4: Don. Well, and, hey, you know what, Jennifer, and I know we're talking COVID, but... um. <laughs> uh, um, my aunt raised me, right. And mm-hmm. my aunt recently said to me, my, my biological aunt, she recently said to me, because my dog goes practically everywhere with me. And me so, too, and me so, too. and so she said, she said, you know, Dominic, I'm really worried when <laughs> something happens to that dog, what's going to happen to you. And yes. I, and I yes. stopped and thought about it for a second. Because yeah. I'm being honest with you, Jennifer, I yeah. care more about my dog than I do 90% of the people I come in contact with. You
6: don't
1: have to tell me, kid. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> I'll tell you. I had two golden retrievers before this. Uh, they were with me for just shy of th- 30 years between the two of them. And I I think they left the best parts of me. Uh, I mean, they took my um, – my heart with them but they left the best parts uh, of themselves with me and i try to live every day the way that they did i try to be kind Mm -hmm. and gentle and thoughtful and put some good out into the world every day Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that may sound silly but i find no it it
4: doesn't it doesn't sound silly i try to do exactly the same thing
1: oh so to live life to the fullest and enjoy the moments the way they do we have all this complicated human thought and they just have a love for living and a love for the people that love them, you know? So anyways, I didn't mean to keep you, but I thank you for the call. Thank
4: you. And and thank you for the call, Jennifer. And folks to those of you that may say, Oh, well, you know, something's wrong with this guy and Jennifer, the way they're talking about pets. I want to give you a little test here. I want you to go to work, right. and And have a dog and then come home after work and see how your dog reacts when you come home from work. Your dog, no matter what type of day you had, is going to make you feel like you're Michael Jordan in the NBA. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It is time for a break. We will be back with more of your telephone calls. We are talking the issue of COVID, A snap, a snapshot in time in terms of right now, of how you feel, how things are going. We'll be right back.
0: Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. What
1: you find, yeah. what you feel,
4: yeah. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Starting your Saturday morning, To Be Real, the song says, What Do You Think? And that applies to the situation. I am asking you folks, because I, I go back and forth as it relates to COVID. One day I feel like like we're almost over this. And then the next week I, I feel like we're never going to get out of this situation. And I, I'm not really interested in the politics of it right now because the politics of it make me nauseous they really do right now this is a conversation you and i about how you feel about how i feel let's go to um to norman norman and brooklyn listening on the radio good morning norman you're on talk radio 77 wabc
3: Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. You know, I usually call up and I get into the whole thing. You know, I'm I'm an anti-mandate, you mm-hmm. know, activist. OK, mm-hmm. I go to all these rallies. And but you, you want to know how I, you're trying to get to something, a personal thing here. Like Absolutely. How, how do I? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, personally, I mean, this this has changed my life. I mean, it, it made me an activist. It changed my life. It made me you know, it make me, all I want to do is fight. So I walk around angry all the time because of these things, you know, and, hey, and, Norman, it, you know, it ruined, Norman, it Norman, ruined I, my I, business.
4: Well, I, I hear you and I'm going to let you continue, but I, I have a lot of respect for you to go you. or to, to come publicly and say that, you know, that all you want to do now is fight, you know, because you're so angry about this, but anyway, right. please continue.
3: Yeah, no. I, it, it, look, look. Th- this, this, the the past two years changed my life drastically. I mean, I can no longer really work the way I used to. I'm a trainer, okay, and um, even though I am vaccinated, I find myself I can't go to the gyms because for my own exercise because I feel really weird having to show CDC card, and I don't go to restaurants anymore, you know, because I don't want to show the CDC card. And I told you about my own personal problems with taking the vaccine and that I had health problems from it. You know, I got this neurological shaking thing that comes and goes every few weeks. And, uh, you know, uh, basically, it's been the most horrible two years. Um, I'm doing everything I can in a positive way to try to change this. And that's been my, that's, that's what COVID means to me. And I call the radio stations, like I call Rita, uh, you know, some, I call the other stations and basically I use them as forums. I mean, there's going to be a big rally in Washington at the end of this month. And I use, I use the shows to announce these rallies. And, um, but at the end of the rally, I feel a little depressed because it's still here and, you know, and we go through these rallies and we go through all these, the fighting and the, and uh, and and then i hear hokel announces a new mandate and, and now so, i hear this and and then so then i hear it. the statements
4: so you're you're yeah. telling you're telling me that that you've become an activist because of covid yes. and and you you're on the front line trying to fight but you don't see any end in sight and that's the bottom line
3: no there's there's no end to sight especially in new york you know, I mean, I feel like for me to have any sort of happiness, I'm going to have to get out of this crazy dystopian city, you know, and, and everything ties in together. You know, uh, the crime is up. Why is the crime up? Well, because a lot of people are sitting around bored and, uh, you know, and that's why the crime goes up, you know, and a lot of people are unemployed. And that's why the crime because of COVID. And that's why the crime goes up. And a lot of people have left the city. You know, and so it just just it's just been horrible, you know. And and you know, you hear all these theories of why this is going on, you know. And that's that's another thing. Why is this going on? I mean, I hear everything from well, it's just the COVID. Then I hear I have friends in the movement where it's like total New World Order theory, you know. And it, and this is all going on because of you know because it's all been planned and Gates and Soros and all that. and I don't you know what I don't even know about that. Right. You know, I I always considered myself. Look, I was I, I like like most Jewish guys growing up in Brooklyn. I was a Democrat, and I became a Republican. And I, I consider myself like a, I don't know mainstream conservative. But hey. you know, it's like sometimes it goes off in directions like where is truth? Where is truth through all of this stuff? That
4: and is. That's the million-dollar question. Go ahead. I, I want there's, you to finish this, Where Nate, you, and then I need to move on. But, but hey, Norman, please move on. You, you, no, 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 I just want to say this, yeah. Norman, that um, I, 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 I hear your pain. I, I hear it in your voice. Thank and, you. And, and please hang in there and, and, you know, just try. I'm not going to pretend that I have all the answers because anybody that tells you they have all the answers, they are just running game and they don't know what the hell they're talking about right? Yes. So just try to find a way to be positive about this and, and get ahead of this, you know, as best as you can. I I thank you for the call Norman. And I really wish you the very best. And I hope you find a way to um, resume your, your business as a personal trainer and, and, and everything that you want to do. And so good luck to you. And so, Let's now go to um to Robert, our friend Robert in the city of Brotherly Love, Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven
5: WABC. How you doing, Dom?
4: I'm doing well. How are you?
5: I'm doing very well. Very good. well. Um, good. Uh, we're all in the same age group. I think me, you and Reader are all nineteen sixty four babies, right?
4: Wow, look at that. Wow wow but you know but that's not true you and i might be in the same but rita's only 21 so you know ah, I mean. that
5: well yeah i know i always i always do that addition after the fact but i just hey, wanted but, to say
4: but wait uh, robert robert you're scaring me that that you you're able to put it all together that me you and rita are are are, are, the, are the same age here
5: yeah 57 58 okay mm-hmm.
4: all right so go right ahead robert
5: and much respect to Everybody who made an informed decision whether they decided to get vaccinated or not, that includes you. You did what you think was right for you, and I right. have nothing but respect for that. I support that. Um, there's, there's, We have two older people in our family that are in their 70s, have comorbidities. I actually live with them, um, and they would, took all the precautions. They're fully vaccinated, had the Brewsters. They're doing well, and the rest of us. Um, a daughter in the Navy had to get a shot, but she's crushing it, and I didn't think that would be a big deal, so she took the shot. Okay. And when my 22-year-old found out he couldn't get into the bars in Philly with his friends without a shot, he got a shot the next day. Of course. Okay? <laughs> and as just so you know, I'm not anti-vax, okay? okay. I'm cool with okay. it. Um, but the rest of us, we went to the doctor, and we all have antibodies to this. And mine came back positive MG, and I called the doctor, and he said that apparently I had been exposed to H1N1 and already had antibodies, and they mutated slightly to adapt to this other SARS, COVID. And I think that 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 has to be part of the conversation across America because I think there are tens of millions of people who have natural antibodies and don't know it and might be hurting themselves with vaccines that are unnecessary. And I hope it doesn't go to the kids because it injects genetic proteins into their cells, and five-year-olds don't need that, okay? I I respect
4: Um, – I I really do, Robert, respect what you're saying, and and I get it about your son that when he found out he couldn't get into the bars in Philly – yeah. He went and got the shot the next day. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm I'm just thinking about in a reflective way the uh, 46 right. year old prosecutor in California uh, who that was, had to
5: be an aberration. Did she have access to monoclonal anybody? I I, mean, I, I don't like I don't
4: I don't know. Uh, all, all I can tell you is that her story's been widely reported. Rising star, GOP star, For obvious reasons, and and uh, she was against the. Um, Against the vaccine, and um, and she's gone. She died of COVID. That,
5: that's sad, but I I have to think that that's an aberration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if the Democrats had not acted like this was the bubonic plague and kept it in the perspective, they wouldn't be in the trouble they're about to be in. Um, but I'll leave the political stuff out of it. Hey, I wish hey, you not dealing with the COVID. Hey
4: Robert, I, yeah, I, we've yeah. got a lot of calls, and I've got to move on. But but let me no let me let me put this question to you. So sure the way i see this and i respect those that are against uh vaccines but the way i see this is almost a bad case of russian roulette where out of out of the six bullets two of them are live and can kill you after spinning the gun
5: if you put that into context of this disease that gun would have to have about 978,000 empty chambers and two full chambers to be applicable as far as my personal condition when regards to this. You know what I'm saying? The question is, how many empty chambers do you have? Make your decision as to whether or not to vax accordingly. Everybody make that decision. If you decide to vax, more power to you. I think it'll help you. I'm, I'm not against the vax, but how much could they possibly do in nine weeks? You know, you can't test it long-term. We don't know a lot of things. But still, it seems to be helping people not die from getting it again. And, you know, the scientists will get it right. Give them some time, you know.
4: Well, Robert, I, I thank you for the call, and good luck to you, your son, and your family. Let's go from Philadelphia to Hoboken. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. How are you? I'm doing well, and I hope you're doing well. I told well. you, a Screener, you have one of the best shows on the stage. Oh, well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Yeah, it's something you're so level-headed, you know? Well, thank you. So what's on your mind?
7: My mind is on... I grew up in Leave It to Beaverland. You know what that was? was I have 1950. A...
4: Okay, okay.
7: Life was pure and good, you know? Okay, all right. My father came home from the war, and... Uh, Eventually, I went to war too, <laughs> in Vietnam. A lot of things went between here and here. One thing the government did is mandate me. Everything I did was my choice. Mm-hmm. I went to the service as a volunteer, commissioned officer. And uh, I'd hate to be told what to do now. Wear a mask. Walk down the street with a mask. Go into a store with a mask.
4: Michael, I, I hear no, you. I, feel I, I, anymore, I, I, you I hear you. I hear you. I really do hear you. And I, I feel, really, I, and I feel I, you your pain. What? But wait, I, know boy, you but Mike, I know you feel me but, too, but, I guess. But, right? but, what, but what if those actions are helping to save your life? Say again? What if those actions, you said you don't like being told what to do. You don't like walking down the street being told I, I, that you I, have I to wear a mask.
7: Democracy, of course. Mm-hmm. I respect democracy. I don't like being told I have to wear a mask. Can you hear me?
4: Yeah, I hear you loud and clear.
7: Yeah, I can't hear too well. I say my hearing too.
4: Okay, all right, okay. A
7: ch- artillery show.
4: <laughs> well, 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 uh, well, thank you for your service. And so, are, are you vaccinated?
7: Of course, yeah. I haven't gotten a booster yet, but i have vaccinated yet. Oh, are
4: you going to get the booster? Yes, I will. Okay. Of but-
7: course, I live in a situation right now where... Some of the people where I live, uh, I don't know what they are. It's like a boarding house. I live in a boarding house.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm It's
7: not really good, but that's the way it is.
4: Well, Michael, we really wish you the uh, very best, and I thank you for the call, and I thank you for your service, and, and hang in there, please. Thank you.
0: These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
4: And we are back, folks. Dominic Carter here with you on this Saturday morning. I'm going right back to your telephone calls about COVID and where we stand right now. How you feel about this right now. But I do want to point out a big news day for the former governor of New York State, Andrew Cuomo. He appeared via via a video. Uh, in court in Albany as the judge officially dropped the misdemeanor criminal complaint of sexual harassment against him. The district attorney said it could not prove the case. And so what I, what I find very interesting, very interesting. And this was a forcible touching complaint against Cuomo As I have said earlier this week, before this article came out, article yesterday in the New York Times, as it relates to Cuomo, and here's the headline. With criminal cases fading, will Cuomo try to make a comeback? Again, folks, I've known the man for 35 years, professionally and personally. Trust me. Andrew Cuomo, now that all of these cases are dropping one after the other, is going to try to make a political comeback. The key word is try. I don't know if he'll be successful. I don't know which office he plans on running for. But nursing home scandal aside, aside, if that's possible, and it's not on an emotional level, but Cuomo is looking for redemption and political payback. Keep an eye on that story. That's the New York times. We talked about this. I told you, I think on Monday that he was going to uh, try and come back. The times did this story yesterday with criminal cases fading. Will Cuomo try to make a comeback. Let's go right back to the telephone calls on COVID on COVID and where you feel. In my world of politics perception becomes reality. Perception becomes reality. That's why I want to know, how do you feel this morning as it relates on an emotional level, as it relates to uh, COVID? Listening on the radio, let's go to John in Nassau County. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
2: Yeah, good morning. A couple things. Number one, during the American Revolution, George Washington required his troops you get a smallpox inoculation. Look it up. It's fact. Uh, number two, when I was growing up as a child, every kid was required to get a, a shot for polio. Okay? Number three, when I was in the military, on my, or before we went to Vietnam, they started us taking pills for um, uh, malaria. It was no, oh, I can't take this pill. You took it. Oh, and please... Do not thank me for my service because somebody of your ilk, when you do that, it's very hollow. My Uh, thoughts
4: on this, you don't want to get the shot. Wait, 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 John, 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 I'm not the type of host where you got to scream over me. If you just calm down because I didn't hear what you just said, you said, what did you say about it's It's hollow. I didn't hear you yeah I said, don't thank me for my military service
2: because somebody somebody of your ilk, it's a hollow gesture
4: and what exactly okay? I, what wanna, I wanna I want to make wait my, John, I want to make sure I understand you right. what are you yes. saying directly?
2: what I'm saying directly any republican that, that, that of your ilk that thanks me for my service, it's a hollow gesture. But of my ilk, That's I'm not following. That's uh, very clear. Don't oh, thank the military service because okay. it's BS from you people.
4: Oh, now we're going to you people. John, you, you know what?
2: You, any you know what, Republican, John, any Trump supporter, any conservative. John, 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 services. John.
4: Oh, See, John, now we have to cut you off. I was going to let you continue your point. I was going to say to you, you have no damn idea what my political beliefs are. And I would have continued to let you make it. You don't know if I'm a Trump supporter. You don't know anything about me. You're just talking for the sake of talking. And you need to to, uh, go take a nap or or, uh, uh, go take some pills and calm down. Please, if John, if you want to call back another time, another day, once you go to profanity route, then I have to cut you off. I have no choice. FCC regulations. But as long as you don't go profanity, there's nothing you can say that's going to get under my skin and we can engage in a conversation. But please don't tell me my politics because my politics change and you have no idea where I'm coming from politically. But thank you for the call, and please, I welcome you to call back another day. But when you call back, please, no profanity. You go down the profanity route, we have to cut you off. Okay, let's go now to our friend Gracie in Rockland County. And by the way, coming up at 1 a.m., the other side of midnight the Curtis Sliwa edition of it. Curtis Leewa has been here half the uh, evening getting ready for the show. He beat me here tonight, and I'm on before him, But he's back there with his notes, and he's getting ready, and he's pacing back and forth. And it's Curtis Leewa being Curtis leewa He's ready to go in uh, 10 minutes, and Curtis will be with us. But right now, Gracie, Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Good morning Dr. Dominic. Listen, the first thing is I wish you were a
8: two hour, you were 2 hours Well, just thank you. It's very hour. kind of you to say it. thank I you. I really mean it. Okay. I'm listening. I'm un I am just so confused. Everybody is calling. I I, I hope I'm going to talk clear. I don't know what the people so have co- have called so far. I am so confide. Um I don't know what anybody's talking. Listen, people have to decide. Already, um, now we're on the throat of uh, the throat virus, right? We had one uh, Delta, and now the third one. It, each one is going to get lower, lower, and lower. People are going to get it, but they're not dying. Hey right? Gracie,
4: if- I I pray, I hope, and pray that that statement is correct. But we don't know that for sure, just yet. But I know
8: people if they're afraid and they want to stay home, you stay home. I ha- I'm 74. I had three. I had the three uh, 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 vaccinations, right? I had them. I'm out. I'm, beep- I'm out with people I know. I don't think I would go with a bunch. Just uh, you know, a group of star um, groupie of people start up. But I'm out. I'm not gonna stick home like a sup. Uh, I- I'll go crazy. I- I'm I'm out with friend a uh, friends playing cards. Maya mm-hmm. Mara oh my dunno what's the matter with me. in my mouth this phone. But it's like ridiculous. <laughs> hey, Gracie, that Gracie. you can't stay hey. home like dummies. Gracie, people
4: are gonna go crazy. one one in terms of uh getting the words out, it happens to all of us, including myself. Two, in terms of and what you just articulated is why I wanted to have this conversation as much as possible, absent of the politics. Absent of this, that, you know, this works, that works, this doesn't work, this. I wanted to talk to people on a real level. And Gracie, what you just said is something that I think all of us are going through. You, you know, at some point, you got to live your life. And I think that's the uh, sentiment that the new mayor uh, is our, of New York City is articulating. At some point, you've got to go on. And I think that many of us have reached that point. So I've been going, Gracie, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I've talked about it on um, on, on the mics of, of this radio station. In early February, my, my family's going down to Disney, right? Now, we have spent sending the grandkids down. You know, they're going with their parents and so on. We've spent a ton of money. And I mean a ton of money. Do you know what it costs to go to Universal Studios for one day now? Do you know what it costs to go to Disney? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. All right. This is one time I'm going to be honest. I had no idea what Disney costs because media people get to go for free. That's the way it used to be. So for years, whenever I went to Disney with my family, you're comped uh, a certain amount of tickets. I think it's three tickets or whatever it is. And so it was never a problem. But they've stopped that program now. So reporters, you know, we got to pay like everybody else. And and Gracie, so I'm like, should, should my family be on the plane? Should they not be on the plane? should they be should they be at disney should they be at universal studios and i'm going back and forth back and forth one day i say absolutely yes the next day gracie i go oh my god what am i doing here so gracie you're determined to live to live your life right now yeah but
8: be careful though with the aeroplane uh, the aeroplane mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you well, know what i mean see, uh uh being with so many different people who knows what's going to happen? I'm not going to California now until the end of April, mm-hmm. hopefully. But be careful because April, we, uh, you know, in February, you don't know what's going to happen, the airplane
4: and, and this and that. And, and Gracie, you're, you're correct. I, I've got to move on, but thank you for the call. And But, Gracie, you, you, you're you right because we could get down there and with the aircraft, might not be able to get back. The, the way the, the staff shortages and so on. Let's see what Mary Beth in Hunt, Huntington, Long Island, listening on the radio, what she has to say. Good morning, Mary Beth, and how are you this morning?
6: I'm okay, Dominic, and I hope you are as well. Thank you. Um, I'm with you because I have been vacillating between you know, worrying and being negative that, oh, it's not going to end. And then being very positive and saying we are nearing an ending. But what I'm trying to do is, and it's not always easy, Dominic, is to be more positive. And the one thing that I have found out is that there are so many amazing people in this world I saw a woman have a complete meltdown in the supermarket the other day mm-hmm. and three people, complete strangers, two of them employees and one of them another customer, rallied around her to calm her down and let her know that she mattered, that mm-hmm. her feelings mattered. Mm-hmm. And more of us have to open our hearts and our minds to other people because we're all afraid we're all nervous and we can get through this together
4: i think well mary beth you know you, you just summed it up in ways and I, i'm so glad you just told that story um about the woman that was having a complete meltdown and and complete strangers came to her aid because that's what we're all about as, as americans and, and it's wonderful. It, what community was that? If you don't mind just telling me this, just the community where this happened at the In supermarket. Huntington,
6: Huntington okay. on Long
4: Island. Great. And folks just came to her aid and that, that, that's wonderful. And so does your heart marry Beth, and you know what folks, I thought that an hour was going to be enough for this conversation and, and it's not. So we'll have to continue this next week, but, but Mary Beth, do you feel in your heart of hearts that we are entering close to the end of this? Or I mean because with these different uh uh variations, we could be at the end like we were before and then boom, we're hit again. What does your what does your heart tell you? Um the positive me today
6: feels that we are, but there is a negative person living inside of me who has felt from the very beginning, once this is over, something else is coming. And I I couldn't read that article about that fever in China. I was like, no, no, I I, I can't go there. I Uh mean, I just, it's in God's hands, Dominic. It really is. It's in God's hands and we have to be brave and we have to be there for one another, That that's all I can say tonight or well, this
4: morning. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mary Beth, for your, for your call. So I've got quite a few emails here, folks, and I'm looking at uh, our friend Sal, and Sal says, uh, hey, Dominic, I feel that the true threat of COVID is not so much biological anymore, but mixed signals, conflicting information, and the thrill of command and control – over people through mandates are now the threats, and then he says here final message to John. John, you people are you people, and and don't you, and don't you forget it. Thank you, Sal, for the um, for the um, the email. Let's see here. Let's go to let's go to um, let's go to Ross in the Bronx. Good morning, Ross. You're on Talk Radio seventy-seven WABC.
0: Good morning, once again, there, Dominic.
4: Um, it's
0: so hard to separate uh, the, the, the political ramifications of all this and my own personal things. I, like Norman, have been involved in the uh, freedom rallies downtown. I probably would know them to see. I've been to so many of them. Okay. Um, I resent the mask. I have not worn a mask in two years. If I spent, uh, I'll say, if I spent ten minutes in the last two years in a mask, I've been asked to leave stores. I've gotten into minor confrontations with people. I find it degrading, humiliating. There's no uh, um, proven that that, that it, it does anything to prevent transmission or, or protect you at all. I was in the bank one morning just after uh, ex-Governor Como, who, by the way, should not make a comeback. He should make a go away. But uh, he had just opened up the restaurants again. There was no one in the bank. I didn't have a mask on girl comes over me security guard waving a mask i said i'm not putting it on the tellers are behind pexaglass and i mean it's it's just too much hysteria and that makes me a little angry at times and and i feel that it's almost i don't trust the the science eight months they come up with this vaccine with they haven't had a cure for aids in 40 years cancer Hmm. baldness Hmm.
4: (laughs) Hmm. well well Ross, it, I, I, I
0: I find it very suspect. That I that, I I'm think
4: sorry. I think you know. I wish I had much more time. We will continue this next week. A very interesting conversation, folks. Have a beautiful weekend. Love yourselves. Love each other. Coming up right now, the other side of midnight. Curtis Lewa. he's ready to go right here. Talk radio seventy-seven WABC.